Hello and welcome to the LARP Noobs. Today we are joined uh, by Sparrow himself, uh, Sam. Say uh, hello. Hello, everyone. I'm here as this well. This is very exciting. Um, yeah, Dave, oh, yeah. Dave, and Dave. And Dave. I'm just. I assume that you're. The, the, I just. Yeah. Um, you, go. <laughs> you got me to start it. You got me to start it. This is what you I get. Mean, this is the type of quality you get when you ask me to so start. So easily forgotten. Um, um, no. Sam, thank you so much up. for joining us, man. Like, uh, uh, Sam's been playing a character called Sparrow, who's uh, been a big part of like mine and Ian's games, our characters' games. Um, mm. I can only apologise. Well, we've <laughs> developed quite a firm friendship, I would say, over the time that we've been playing together. But it's also, I, I, it's really interesting to see what we believe Sparrow to be, whereas the man Sam playing Sparrow has had to evolve into that. And I'm, I'm deeply curious about talking to you through that kind of process. But we'll get to that. But you died. For me, it feels, for me, it feels like that bit from uh, the end of the Last Samurai. Where he's no. like, tell me. Well, he says, "Tell me how you how he died," and then they're like, "I will tell you how he lived." I will tell and you. And it's just how like, yeah, I'm just, I'm really up for hearing the full, the full Sparrow canon. Oh, Give us the steeped lore me. way back when, because I, yeah, I think let, that's let's talk the about character creation. Is, if you had to just, yeah, if you had to describe where you originally came up with the idea of playing Sparrow and how he kind oh, of evolved, dear. what kind of way would you describe that journey? Now it was uh, it was originally quite guided, I will say that. Uh, I was part of a group with uh, many other people. Uh, the first, okay, so to go back even further, oh. when I was going to university, I wanted to do two things really badly. I wanted to do D and D, and I wanted to do LARP. Both of Man, these, good taste. yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Both of these I found out about through uh, the Yog Pod many many years ago yeah. um i heard about the larp stories that they had there and i was just like this sounds this sounds awesome i've got to do this um a friend of mine found out about empire and went hey let's all go you know we can all do this huge thing and we can all you know shoot arrows beat the shit out of each other it'd be fantastic uh and to which we went yeah okay brilliant you go ahead because we're, we're terrified we're terrified. So he went, had a wonderful time, and then uh, the uh, character creation process began. Oh dear. Right. Many, many years ago now, but I think it was about six or seven years ago now that he was actually made. Uh, it's pretty made... terrifying when you think back to the, the, oh. the, the length, the how long ago like a lot of this stuff is. Especially it... with the longest dark stuck in the middle of it as well now. Yeah. It was so um... long ago, it was in the last sight. That's how mm. long ago it was, and for many, they only know Empire as you know, just outside sure. Silverstone. Um, but yeah, Sparrow was originally made to be a battlefield healer. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking irony, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're talking to that the, is the... quite quite a heel turn. Well, okay. uh oh. <laughs> Well, you're talk also talking to Talis, who is does the absolute worst job at healing and keeping people he cares about alive around hey. him. Like, uh, absolutely uh, atrocious yes. as a healer. Mm, Your track record yeah. ain't that smooth, mate. I will it's say that. It's not good. It's not good. I'm going to lay it lay it straight. That's pretty bad. He just swans pretty around much everyone I care about. I, it, at this stage, I'm literally like a meme of 
uh, of a person where like everyone I care about dies. <laughs> and, and I just <laughs> so it's like on your head to know Talus. Um, but you no, got, you um, got the Midas touch only with characters. <laughs> the, 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 the reverse Midas touch. It's like the <laughs> shitty touch. Okay, so there's there's two like really things that I've well, immediately come to my mind when I think about Sparrow as a character and where mm. these kind of part of your character when the inception happened is uh, three things actually. One, the bow. Two, the drum. And three, the uh, the nips on parade. Um, how were all of those part of your character when they were created, or did they come later on? One out of three of them were there from the very start. Ian, which one do you think is the one out of the three? I mean, that's the bow, right? Surely, I think was. also bow. Yeah, it yeah. it was the bow indeed. Yeah. Uh, I told you, it was I a man think... of good taste. I started with <laughs> marksman, physic, and chirurgeon. Yeah, that's exactly and what I started as well. Yeah, that was that was it. It just kind of went nuts from there. Um, in terms of the other two, Nipsau, uh, that came later in the character development, as did the drumming. Uh, both of which were because I was left unsupervised. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I, I think I understand. You're like you're a, one of the big things that Sparrow's kind of evolved into is the the whole element of the songs and stories and the music playing and all that kind of stuff. Was this like? Do you have like a, a like? Is there like a history of music playing going back before this, or is this something that kind of you picked up largely at LARP? Or I mean, I I played guitar. And I played guitar since I was very very young, like five or six, maybe. So I'd been doing that for a while. I tried having lessons, but I couldn't understand lessons. So I didn't learn any sheet music. I didn't learn anything like that. And I just kind of did it my own way. Uh, And that helped me massively with learning the drum because for all intents and purposes, it was literally just beat shit out of it and just just do it in time. Hmm. My partner can attest to the fact that I have a really annoying knack for picking up instruments and just going with it. Mm. So that kind of it made it a semi easy. But was there like a of... stage then when you kind of decided you would bring uh, sort of music and instrument stuff into Ooh. a bigger part of your game? Or was that something that you just saw songs and stories and you decided that, that you'd kind of try and bring these kind of skills that you had from sort of further in the past into the game? I think I didn't actually perform a song until about the second year. Um, I I didn't even go to Songs and Stories on my first event. My first event, I had forgotten my sleeping bag. So I spent an awful lot of time just going around everywhere, cold as a motherfucker, because I didn't have that much good kit either. I just, I'd gone for like a gothic Navari you know, just everything in black, just you know, as I could be, as goth as could possibly be. I the was crow beats Navarre. Yeah, pretty much. It was atrocious. I, although I will say, I was saved by uh, Tim of Darkblade, hmm. who was just like, "Look, have a here's a coat, you know, a cloak. Even you can pay me a little bit now. I think I only had twenty quid because I didn't, I didn't prepare. Hmm. I had twenty quid. I gave him that, and then I." mailed in 40 quid afterwards and that cloak saved my life quite literally it was i think it was the september event 
Wow. Uh, yeah. yeah, that that Dude, sucked an awful lot of balls. But it's, I just... it's amazing how often when you're talking to new players about their kit, they just talk about aesthetics all the time. And most mm. of my advice is just like, make sure you can be warm when it's really fucking cold because you're going to be outside at like 11 p.m. and it's sometimes fucking freezing. And you also want to have kit that if it's... 35 degrees in the middle of the day that you can survive in right like uh yeah oh, I wish. exactly uh, that. yeah exactly well that i wish navar had more hats um oh, yeah well you just got to get a bit more hair you know and just kind of grow it out on it. a bit i'm working I know on you it are, yeah. bless you. but father time's chasing me do you know what i mean at some point my hairlines <laughs> didn't give up and i'm gonna be like you're gonna like meet in the middle <laughs> Mate, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy. I've, I've, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm running for it right now. I'm, I'm sprinting. Sprinting. Um, yeah. Bless you. <laughs> I, no, I mean, like, oh, from man. sort of playing those first sort of few songs, I mean, you've become <clears throat> a, like a leader of, um, I don't know, what's the, like a master of ceremonies, like or one of oh. the masters of ceremonies at Songs and Stories. Was I that mean, like yeah. a, a thing where as you played more you kind of were invited into it or you kind of asked about it what was the process of taking that journey so i think at some point uh gabby or edwin eventually kind of just realized that i was going to be sticking around for a bit and i kept asking for her drum <laughs> so the more i performed the more she was like you know i've got to go and do something over there for 15 minutes do you fancy playing a song and sitting on the seat and I think after yeah. that, it was it was only after I sat on that seat and went, ooh. I bet it feels fucking amazing, ooh. dude. It's very nice. It's very I, nice. It's hard to underestimate like how, like if you've not been to Empire and you've not been to Songs and Stories, like how like core part of the nation and the experience that that sort of whole, like that person is really important. Like that like, we would like fight tooth and nail to protect Gabby, right? Like, oh hell like, yeah, hell you know what I mean? Yes. Like the whole nation would turn up, right? We shouldn't even bring it's it crazy. up. We shouldn't no, even no. bring that up. No, um, I I was talking to this. I was talking to her about this, even I should say, um, and she, I don't know what she would do. She doesn't know what she would do, um, but I would know damn well that it would just be like a normal muster, but at twenty times the speed. Um and we'd just whatever it was, kill it. Yeah, like get 100%. it back immediately. Memory serves as well. Gabby used to be a frontline fighter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, until I believe at one point she kind of maybe realised that songs and stories was going to be more important, or she gets more game out of it. I'm not too sure. Mm -hmm. I don't know her specifics, but um, I mean, that, it's it's I a feel huge like, thing, right? Like yeah. songs and stories really is like huge. You can only do a few things at Empire because you can dream of doing all the things, but the reality is you are the, focus on the very few things that make you really happy and go and do those things. And I think like non-comming is legit when you just get too busy into other things. It's mm. legit a thing to to like. Sure. It almost feels like oh man, I'm not going to go and enjoy like these giant scale battles. It's just like well, that's not everyone's entire game right like uh so yeah, yeah. i respect it especially gone we are literally last time. we are literally talking to the omni man here who is literally like lead songs and stories is like 
extremely active in the battles, extremely charismatic force on the field. Skirmishes. Like, has a, everything. Everything. Like, like you are non-stop, Sam. I mean, how... It, how do you actually go around organizing stuff, or you just just oh. literally fire your, yourself into it? Like it's, it's incredible. You're, all, you're you're everywhere all the time. <laughs> oh man, I don't even know. Like I think only the last event was where I started thinking, ah shit, I might have overdone it with some of this organization. Honestly, organizing anything, most of the time I will just be somewhere, and things will come to me. Like, if mm. someone needs something, they'll be, like, asking, and then I'll redirect them in probably the wrong direction and then carry on me merry way. Just the way. It, yeah, I, honestly, I don't... When I look back on it now, I feel like a retired teacher or <laughs> like that, you know? I don't know how I dealt with it at the time. And I still don't know how I would do it again if the opportunity arose. This is the thing. This is... Uh, the sparrow I think, complex. <laughs> I guess it's one of those things of like, I mean, I guess your progression as a player and as a character, they kind of go in hand in hand to a certain extent. The reality is that you at a certain point, Sparrow became, I imagine, has become a big enough character where, and there's a couple of players who probably, you know, quite a few players who fall into this kind of slot, but your character becomes so big and so like recognisable to other people that people do approach you and do talk to you and you are a focal point and that then means yeah. that you almost have no choice but to be involved in the game <laughs> did that yeah. did that ever get to like like i'm talking about your relationship with sparrow as a character now okay like mm. did it did it ever did sparrow ever get away from you in the sense of like is sparrow too big for sam and did you have any doubts about playing <laughs> sparrow and you know what i mean like so smo my dear partner has always described Sparrow as being Sam dialed up to 11. Mm. That was a very gradual dialing as well, because I realized that as Sparrow, I could do things that won't have any real life consequences per se. I wouldn't say, oh, that's a bad way of describing it. No, I know what you're saying though. You can try stuff out, right, as well. I understand for sure. I can try stuff and it won't really matter too much because they'll see it as a Sparrow thing and not a Sam thing. And with that, as the years kept going by and I started getting cockier and cockier, I started mm. kind of... It almost bled into me. Mm. Sparrow bled into Sam and because of that, Sam gave back to Sparrow more. It was just a reciprocal kind of thing. Mm. And it, it just slowly, slowly built up and built up like... The main thing that I built up with Sparrow and with Sam was the level of confidence. Yeah. I, if you had asked me on my first event, baps out for like a field of two and a half, two thousand people, I would have told you to sod off. Very, very far away as well. But over time, as I got more confident and as stuff started getting much more fun and I get more in depth and into it, like the the kit would start to change. Like the I'm looking over at it now. This <laughs> the the kilt and the the sash and let's face it, the child's jacket. Uh, yeah. All of which I love just... it. You have this whole kind of piratey Navari kind of feel to it, which I really dig. Like that the was cutlass, the idea. It's really nice, right? That was the idea, mate. Sparrow was just Jack Sparrow. Just without the W. <laughs> that was it. 
that was the origin story. That was what I wanted to be. I wanted to be this kind of Jack Sparrow with a, a, a medieval twist. I love how Even, you th- think about it. That's really funny. I've never put those two characters together. But I'm, <laughs> I did. Yeah. I did yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I'm an idiot. I, I completely didn't. But I'm like, now you mention it. But the, the Sparrow I met was more like the Captain Jack Sparrow who actually has to take responsibility and actually has to do a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff, right? Mm, like, yeah. there's no swaggering off anymore. You're like, okay, archers with me. We're going to muster it this time and do all this stuff, right? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, like... Yeah. Or, or leading Captain a Jack fucking... Sparrow leads daycare. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Herding cats. I like, had even... one of... Oh, sorry, Sam. Go on. I was going to say, even some of the kit that I had were pieces of Jack Sparrow cosplay that I'd had. Oh, like, right. well, I used to do Jack Sparrow cosplay, and um, because of that, I had loads of bits left over when I stopped doing that mm. as much, and I had spares. Like, my Battle War skirt, there are two belts on there, both of which are the Jack Sparrow belts. I had right. a little dangle coming off of one of my belts, which had the uh, some beads that I had left over from the wig and everything like that. So there's little bits subtly hidden within him that are one just thing like... I'm, one thing I'm known for is my uh, perception. Like, uh, nothing gets past me. Like, I don't miss anything around me. I'm really a very perceptive person, so... You've uh... rolled very low with this, haven't you? <laughs> 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 That's a nat one, sausage. A natty That's one. That's all it is. I'm very good at it. I just natty one my way through life, basically. Um... <laughs> oh, bless. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I, I want to tell. Com- I want to say. Let me tell. Let me tell a Stam story. So, yeah. one of the times when one of my favorite times at LARP was when I went to the um, the the your, one of your drum lessons, and I brought my tambourine with me. And kid came along, didn't have a a, a drum or tambourine, gave him a little drum, and we're all having a little drum off, and 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 it, it was just so wholesome, Sam. It the whole thing was like. Just, just really, really great. Like one of my favourite memories from LARP was something as innocuous as just hanging out and learning how to, to drum. And but like importantly, it wasn't just like everyone bashing away. You let everyone give it a go, right? To add to the kind of stuff, mm. and you could just see this little uh, like everyone building in confidence as the lesson went on. It was fucking dope. Yeah, really fucking cool, Sam. Literally, I- that was that was the idea. Because I had seen the day before when new people were coming into the story, the Songs and Stories Circle, with their drums, which they, you know, they had on them. They looked relatively new. And there was this daunting kind of look in their eyes of, what the f- This is a lot bigger than I thought. Which is the whole point of the lesson plan. I've still got the original over here, actually. Um, and it was just a load of exercises that I'd found. And I didn't know, obviously, any of the theory because... Gabby just underarm tossed it to me and went, here you go, give it a go and see what happens. And I just kind of tried, tried really hard to impart as much knowledge on other people without having to learn any of the theory, without having to do anything like that. Just it was more about perception uh, of what else is going on around you and all that stuff. And it, I remember that lesson because it was Oh, it was wonderful. Like we're all around the songs and stories circle. There was like thirty odd people there. Yeah, it was pretty big. massive. Yeah, mm. it was. What? It was great. I truly enjoyed the hell out of that. And then the subsequent songs and stories was even better mm. because I could see all these people and they were doing the stuff that I had taught them hours ago, and it was just like, yes, yes, this is 
massive. This is brilliant. And that was another step up for for Sparrow's confidence as well as my own confidence. Probably why I kept doing it or wanting to keep doing it at least. I think that's um, when you're talking earlier about the fact that, you know, you had the, the, the feedback loop of sort of Sparrow's confidence into Sam's confidence and Sparrow's confidence. I think one of the other great things that you as a player have done uh, and uh, just a as a human being have done is you also make that confidence very accessible to other people and you kind of have always kind of been very good at letting other people uh, kind of take that ride with you and sort of impart those skills impart that knowledge like um it, it, like in, in in so many different aspects of play like taking the field in a battle with you you're like you're actually like there's been a bunch of times where like you kind of lead a charge so you, you'll just like have your bow out and they just draw a sword and like lead a charge and like it's just infectious because you have this infectious <laughs> kind of quality to your it's just natural uh. charisma right and then you just kind of people follow you or in songs and stories similar sort of thing and i, I feel that there's like when i when i was thinking about sort of seeing my my first song it was just like a huge confidence boost to just like talking to you about it right it's just like a it, it's it's a very sort of it's an amazing skill i'm wondering is there a stage when you were kind of going through LARP when you kind of realized that not only were you getting more confident you were getting better at sort of interacting with other people and, and, mm. and lifting them up as well i think so but i can't pinpoint when exactly mm. i think I guess I it must be like a natural growth right Possibly, I honestly, I'm, I'm not too sure. I think it might have been the event that I brought my own drum, because mm. then I didn't have to borrow Gabby's anymore, and I could just go with it. You're like um, a bird leaving the nest. Um, yeah. Oh my, yes, <laughs> all the puns. <laughs> Get them all in whilst we still can. God damn, pretty much. Yeah, I was uh, Hulk Hogan leg dropped out of the nest, and uh, it just. It kind of just went from there. I guess I had done what other people had done to me mm. in the sense of just, oh, this is how I would do it or give this a go, see what happens. And, you know, if you don't like it, fair dues, no worry about it. Just uh, carry on whatever makes you happy. That's an interesting question, actually. Are there uh, characters and players who have been, like, particularly influential to the to the journey of evolving to, be, like, sort of Sparrow becoming the character Ooh. that you think they are, he is? Mm. I would say... Um, it will have to be Edwin. Yeah. It will have to be uh, well, it was Garax, but Halwyn, Jamie, massive yeah. influence. Like seeing how he basically wrote the brief, and I took a look at that brief and went, "Let's go over this way instead." Yeah. Very much like the Navarre look and feel. Actually, I thought that was quite funny. Um just never read it i think it was those two as main uh and justin when he was still uh oh bless when he was still kiartan gave me a lot more confidence as well because oh. he was you know what Kiartan it's like is an amazing character and he, justin is an amazing player as well i feel that kiartan's relationship with justin was very similar to how mm. i built sparrow with sam right uh because as I say, you know what he's like. Yeah, we actually so, recorded uh, an episode with Justin, but unfortunately, it was lost in the uh, technical difficulties and awfulness, oh. and it sucks. Um, but like, it was very interesting talking to him about 
how we were kind of introduced to Kiartan as he was on this like trajectory and we didn't see him all the way down here when he's like struggling with confidence and trying to work his way up and trying to build up himself and mm. his place within Navarre and all the rest of it um, we caught him as he's like transcending into like godhood right like yeah. Kiartan was like an amazing character who who inspired like a whole bunch of the, the entire nation I would say mm. and I don't think that's an exaggeration in the slightest um, and I think like man when we talk about like sparrow's legacy when it comes to what it is to be a navarre and songs and stories and all the rest of it like it's fucking big it's fucking huge like people will be singing like mm. songs about you or filks that you wrote or or stuff that you'd subtly change within the, the nation for like a long time even if they don't know your name it's gonna be fucking amazing it's like what a legacy that is what true a fucking legacy when you had people come up to you, this was years ago as well, saying, we joined Empire and wanted to do songs and stories because of your music. Wow. That was where it hit, I think. That was kind of the, oh shit, I'm in pretty deep, aren't I? Kind mm -hmm. of a mm -hmm. thing. Um, and I think I'm still riding that high. Um, but I'm also very, very excited to see what people are going to come. Well, actually, I'm excited and apprehensive about people. what people are going to do. I've heard a couple of things. I've heard people are going to try Whispers Through the Black Gate, into which it's mm. just going to be me sitting in a dark room, picking my nose, going, bit fucking <laughs> shit in here, innit? <laughs> uh, Mate. There's also talks of making me an exemplar of pride. <laughs> which is that's a <laughs> bit fucking nuts but i'm all for that that sounds awesome but <laughs> how does that work like i've got together no and... idea I mean... i'm the dead person here i i feel like my work there is done mm. i i would just but if that is possible that sounds fucking great uh i've had people come up to me and ask to do my filks into which i've said yes but if you're gonna do it you gotta do it right. Uh, I, I think there was a guy who I met in E1. It was his first event. He was like, "I really liked Hold, um, hold I Line here, but I really want to do it, and I feel like I'm gonna fuck it up." So it's just no, just do it. But if you if you're gonna do it, you gotta cough like hell for the velour miasma. You gotta be scared as shit for that giant ass tree, and you gotta make the weird ass rhino sound as well. You gotta do it right. And I feel like that was the main thing that Sparrow left behind, which is just. He left Man, he's got music. so many bangers though, Sam. Like Run the Trods, <laughs> Run the Trods is like legit, like one of my favourite songs. Like, I like there's I, like regularly I listen to it just because it's just awesome. It's, well, that'll be where all the uh, the plays are coming from. On the I know it's just cloud. me, like yeah. on loop, just like <laughs> no, honestly, I have little, I have a little selection of of um, Navari songs that I just listen to occasionally because you kind of miss it, right? You miss home. In a sort of a yeah. sense, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. But yeah, no, I get you've that. got so, some absolute bangers in there, dude. I have here my f original songbook. I know the viewers at home can't see it, but it is a very battered, mud-stained thing, and I've got most of my old stuff written down here with my nice pens and everything like that. And sometimes dude. I think back and just like. It, that feels wow. like an incredible artifact like like it's a, like a laughing artifact that I would love to get my hands on I remember once 
I was I was talking to you about Run the Chores. And I was like, oh, you don't happen to have the lyrics for that. We were going to a player event. I thought, oh, maybe I'll try and sing it. Mm. And uh, you were like, oh, hang on, I haven't got it typed up. And you just took some photos of it, like from your <laughs> book. And I was yeah. like, it, it was. <laughs> and it's literally like with the crossings out, and there is sort of it's amazing. It's like yeah. I would that would be a great thing to scan in and sort of have a look through because that must be like in itself a little artifact. That's the librarian in me coming out. I think. <laughs> Jamie said uh, recently he was redoing the Empire uh, Navarre music brief on the wiki, to which he needed physical versions of uh, mm. the songs, and to which I'm like, shit, they're, they're in this book, and if they're not in this book, they're hidden somewhere deep in a hard drive that I can no longer find. But I've been looking through some of the files uh, recently, and they're just like, what the hell was I thinking? Yeah. There was definitely a progression with that as well. Like from, I think the first song I ever did was Annabelle, mm. which was a, a Ye Banish Privateers filk, which was actually quite good. The second one was the old favourite, Orc Named Kazza, yeah, co-written by Smo, who right. was Kazza at the time. Well, Ka well, she's still, well, technically, no longer Kazza anymore, but... And then just, I feel like this book was very much like if you can keep it in any way, shape, or form, it's it's almost like an item of worth. The orcish items of worth. I did try and get... I remember I'd written down Smash the day that uh, Dato died. Yeah. Uh, Gate Render Dato. And uh, tried to pass that off as an item of worth. I don't think it passed at the time, but... I feel like the book now, in its shagged entirety, is now quite valuable. Dude, I'm 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 jealous of you being able to hold it. That's how like, <laughs> like I this, want that this book. This is the this is the first version. So this yeah. also has out of character songs as well for the Thursdays. So I had got all of the shanties that I couldn't remember, and as I was talking with Marcus uh, many years ago, just anything that he thinks of, write it up. Uh, so I've got loads of like. All the, pages of shag that I wrote up Wolfric's mum that you might have heard on the Thursday which I apologise refusely for uh, you made me write down Mothman to the tune of YMCA I still don't know why but it's in there it's in there um, that's an interesting thing I mean you've obviously got uh, Sparrow behind you know your, your um, kit for Sparrow behind you you've got your book you've got these different sort of artefacts and, and, and things for Sparrow I, mean, I do have a little shrine on my shelf yeah, over there is I'm it, looking like, at it now What's it been like, like coming home, and having all of these kind of, because they're, they're they're so there must be such a part of you like it's like putting putting them away is like or like up until recently I didn't really value them as much as Sparrow was still an ongoing character, mm. but now, you know, coming back uh, last Sunday or the Sunday prior, and just being like. I can't wear these anymore. Mm. These are from a bygone age, you know. It's it's no longer me. Mm. And so I'm planning on just trying to keep and reuse as much as I can. But the rest of it will just be a reminder. It's, it's so difficult to explain. Because yeah. when Sparrow died, I feel a part of me died as well. And yeah. that's why I was fucking driving back to Cornwall which ended up taking like six hours 
swerving all over the roads because I was fucking weeping. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a huge loss, and I never knew how good it was until it was gone. And I don't know if that was the same with um, Ifan. No, uh, well, uh, I I was like. If Anne's great, it's fine. I wasn't hugely attached to the character at the time, but his death hit me really fucking hard. And then you made me cry at Songs and Storytime by telling um, his story, which is oh. like the first time I've cried at LARP, like not the last. It's, uh, <laughs> But yeah, it's like... Um, it was a fucking banger of a story though, wasn't it? I, it was I just think... you being a big-ass hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, I, fuck, it's 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 great. I I think like, I I miss so many aspects to being Ifan that I don't do as Gellert. Um, and I do I do different game. I have different things with it. But like, there's a whole bunch of Gellert that comes out of. Or, I mean, the whole bunch of Ifan that comes out of Gellert occasionally. Like, it's part of me. Like, I'm I'm prone to. The odd rat's decision now and again, um, and that inevitably leads to repercussions for my actions. Um, mm -hmm. And then, so yeah, and I would say that is the that is the if and in me is those those reactionary, you know, things. You know, I'm kind of excited in a sense because instead you you went from one Navari character to another Navari character, mm. so in a sense, people had an idea of what your face looked like but you weren't if fan you were Gellert you know yeah. from Sparrow I'm going over to the Imperial Orcs which is a latex you're gonna, face dude you're going to disappear you get, like, I'm gonna... I, I have friends who are Orcs and I'm like legit like it takes me a, I'm getting better but legit like it takes me a while to figure out who's who when, the, yeah. when everyone's got the Orc mask yeah, on 100%. well this is the thing I felt like I couldn't just come back as another Sparrow lookalike. I called it pulling a wolfric because, you know, <laughs> if, if you die, there's always your long-lost brother from Wintermark that you okay. can just and pull in. There's nothing wrong with that. That's legit. There's absolutely nothing hey, wrong with that. But everyone, everyone does it once. But I can't do it with Sparrow because I feel like I just turned straight back into the old self and I'll just pick up where... It left off, 100%. and that wouldn't it wouldn't be right. I I agree, Sam. I, and I and bear in mind, I love what you do for Navarre. Like yeah. I want to keep you as our delicious yeah. special treat just for ourselves. But like, I totally respect the decision, and I agree with you. I think if you came back to yeah. Navarre, you would you would become Sparrow too. And I I think like when I hear you talking about your relationship with Sparrow, I think like you you've done everything you wanted to do with him, and now you're ready for something totally new in a, a different nation and you're going to play a whole different kind of like part of the game it still might be whole elements of sparrow in there but fuck it's gonna be a big transformation for you yeah yeah there was as as you say yeah i'd done everything i taught as many people as i could i had done the battles as much as i could <sighs> when it's your time it was your time yeah ironically though it was semi-planned to retire him but not entirely the idea was that if uh, you remember in E1, I picked up a new striding member for the first time since uh, the mm. rest of the striding left uh, about five years ago. Uh, and I was planning for a while. We had plans that we were going to like, I think there was a 
almost an icy marriage that was going to happen that turned Romeo and Juliet. I'm not too sure. We didn't really iron out the details, but we were planning on breaking a few hearts. But that wasn't until like E3, maybe E4. So I had plenty more time, technically, mm. as Sparrow. But I felt with it being spring and the organization and running for Hybard and all that that happened... It just needed to be done because if I didn't do it, I wouldn't do it. There's a narrative to it too, right? Like there's mm. certain things about when your characters like I've I've become I've become a little bit obsessed by this concept at the moment of like viewing my character's story as a like trying to step back from it from a little bit and being like, Where did my character start? What did I do? How did I progress? And I was just like there was a certain beauty to the fact is, hey, if I did die just as war was broken out with Jam, it's 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 how perfect how poetic that would be right yeah that kind yeah. of hasn't necessarily come to pass it or i don't know and i'm not dead more importantly um but the, uh, <laughs> not yet <laughs> not yet you have to wake up early in the morning to catch Geller ashbourne off uh, <laughs> off, off track um don't don't come and kill me um but the uh yeah i also want to say it's very interesting that you managed to like you must have must have died because you are very unkillable in a bunch of different situations and also i just want to point out your 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 virtues of being very courageous when you led, led us out towards the Valorn on that skirmish. Um, <laughs> and then you were very vigilant in spotting uh, how many of the enemy there were. And then very wise of us to turn and run like scared, scared hey, children. Hey, honestly, I, I, that was, it was straight up the right call. Skirmish. The best. Everyone still says it's their favorite skirmish they've ever been on. And really? We, yeah, and I the really amount of fighting we did was tiny, but like what, I've never what seen fighting. <laughs> we were so scared, and I remember like Callum was running with me, and it's just like he falls over on the ground, and I'm just screaming at him like, "Get up! Get the fuck up!" You know, and he's just, "I'm getting up! I'm gonna die! I'm gonna die!" That's I remember so good. there was this Dornish sort of group of warriors or something they were running in they were like yeah we're gonna go and sort out this forlorn stuff and at the end everyone's running like oh like running away was so good fucking hell it's yeah. it when i think back on that skirmish honestly it could not have gone better but also sure. it could have got way worse yeah, yeah. i think hey, that was the main inspiration we lose anybody for though, hold right? our eye <laughs> yeah, well. yeah we didn't lose anyone yeah we didn't we yeah. ran away yeah, really hey. fast in hey. terror. <laughs> like there was, I've never when it was like being it was like you know like herd animals on the savanna when they're getting spooked and they were just like oh, oh, just oh, a... and then when the panic kicked in and everyone just it was just oh everyone mad for themselves. No. Run, run. No, my oh. favourite thing is the poor guy and the skirmish crew who got dressed up as that big, big dryad thing. And he probably had to, like, sweat his way in, lumber all the way down there. Right, he had to lumber all the way through the woods, get guided along because yeah. he can't see, right? He can't see anything, right? And they're like, oh, no, a bit to the left, mate, bit to the right. You know, to me, to you. And he eventually works his way all the way there. We turn up for two seconds and say, nah. And then he has to turn around and I get would... changed out. I'm not, I'm so not when do I get to that. fuck shit up? Oh, the players are already fucked off, mate. You might as well just get out. Oh, come on. That was my big moment. My big moment as tree man number two is ruined. All thanks was... to Sam. And what was oh, great no. about that was, though, no, the pep talk afterwards. When oh, we're, we haven't, we run away. We get well out of sight of the enemy, and we haven't gone through the gate yet. And we, he gives us this the best pet talk ever, which was like, "Hey, 
we ran away. That that happened. It's fine. Um, now we could go back, and there was like, yeah. yeah. And then it was like, but who here thinks that we would win? And everyone was like, looked around, and no one said anything. They're just like, so I think we should go back through the gate. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing. This is the yeah. thing. I think I think you took it quite hard, Sam, at the time. I did, honestly. Yeah. That was the first time I'd been unsupervised with a skirmish, like leading it properly, mm. and it was a disaster mm. i distinctly remember going back through the gate and just going guys i'm really sorry no. and then but everyone kind of turned around ever. and went nah fuck it and then just carried on best best straight up, it, in reality it was like a group decision it was a group collective decision where we we're just like no decisions nah. no decisions happened there we were all we were all that primal beast instinct on like just we we had to run oh, we had to yeah, we yeah. fight and flight hit in and we chose or collectively flight was the correct answer and that was, uh, yeah yeah amazing i've never been so scared as a grown up um like and giddy <laughs> and laughing at the same time like terrified <laughs> but laughing oh, there so was good. that mix of terror in the voice as we're running like run fuck <laughs> 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 I've never great, yelled dude. at anyone like I yelled at Simwick. Yeah, I mean, do you want maybe to talk about how Sparrow actually died? Like, do you want to give us the rundown of what actually happened during the battle? Sure, because, absolutely. And, and also, what your point of view was like for everything that came afterwards? Because Ian spoke briefly about it on the podcast, but I'm really curious. I, I about... blubbed through it on the blog podcast. I did hear that, so you poor thing. I was I was listening and going, "Oh man, he's about to fucking break down, isn't he?" Yeah. Uh, dude, even talking about you at the beginning about how we were sharing captaincy, like in the very first episode, I was like, "Jesus, Christ, this is a lot." And hey, then we're not out there. Hey. The... We're not out the it's, woods yet. You're yeah. going to be blubbing by the end of this for I sure. Will. Like, All right. Okay. okay. Let's hear it. Let's hear it, pal. So, in the battle, there was nothing really that different. We were fucking shit up as normal. However, when we came across this marsh walker, it was pushing through our lines and all of the Greenhorn kids, the new ones who had not gone to battle yet, were just backing off and backing off and backing off. Get my sword out, put my bow down, and write, you fucking stand here. Keep this line together. And just to make sure, I go out and start beating the crap out of it from behind. I get paralysed as I do this. And then immediately touched by this claw bastard thing, which actually kind of hurt. <laughs> um, to which a ref comes immediately over to me and says, you've been poisoned. Um, you know, go and get this sorted out. At the time, I was just like, well... I have done something big and stupid, um, but the line held, so I'm just going to launch myself through and really play it up. Traumatic mm. wounds are the sign that you're playing the game well, okay? Like, oh, that is, yes. it's a little tasty treat from the referee just for you. That means mortal danger. It's a uh, yep. thank you very much, referee. I want to have, like, I a keep little, all I of my traumatics. Keep all my uh, traumatic wounds as, like, little um, cards or something. But I, I, oh, I should... I'll, I'll get to that later. I will get to that later, cuz. Okay, right. So I go back through this line. I'm screaming bloody murder. And most people who know me in the battle, I will just complain. I'll, I'll have a bit of a whinge and go, I shot my fucking leg off again. And along that lines. But I, I tried to play it up a bit more. I wasn't, at this point, I wasn't planning on death. Right. It should be known now. I was not planning on death. I was getting out of there alive. But it was 
all worth it to see instead of you know happy-go-lucky sparrow getting hit in the leg again it was oh shit he's actually fucked here uh so i get healed up uh it should have been fine i tuck away the poison in me uh in my bracer and i carry on uh as we get out uh i'm talking with one of the other people who we go past and uh i just kind of talking normally and then i see the the gates and start going three two one as soon as we get through tumble through i'm immediately seen to uh and i think somebody sat on my head if i remember rightly i was that's part dri- of the service at the hospital i've heard now, <laughs> yeah. they're, doing, they're doing great work down there doing really I'll great d- work yeah. down there. controversial but great doing work. the virtues work yes doing the virtues work so i get my venom seen to i get the poison taken out i get everything theoretically fixed okay right. At this point, I'm still not planning on death. Into which uh, I talk to a ref after I get back up and have some water because I was blasting my ass out from just dehydration. Yeah. And uh, he he went, that was a pretty good fight. Um, I'm not going to give you anything, but you know you should have been dead, like straight out. Um. And I kind of go, oh, really? Okay, so how do... Uh, do you got anything on you that could make me dead? You know, just out of curiosity. No, no, mate, you'll have to go to God for that. Okay, fair enough. Uh, and I bump into Stefan, one of the other Navarches, who's just mm. pottering by, who's going to go and put some arrows into God, and I thought the same thing. You know, I'll go in and put my arrows to God. Yeah. And to which we just get talking, you know, of just, you know, I, he just said I probably should have died for that. And he went, oh, lucky you didn't. Uh, and to which then it starts clicking. Right. Should I? The option's there. Uh, we're about halfway to God at this point, and he's talking to me like, I only just fucking met you. What the fuck are you doing? That's a stupid idea. Come on, <laughs> let's just go back to camp and sort this out. Um, and then I bump into Rihanna. One of the other main uh, reasons <laughs> why, um, who put it very plainly, how did you feel uh, after being healed, like knowing that you were going to be okay? And I was like, I'm okay with it. How did you feel after, think of that exact same thing, but think of yourself as terminal. How do you feel? Mm. My head's flatlining. I'm going... I don't feel bad about this. That was a good way to go. I'd done everything I wanted to do. And now there's an option here for me to to yeah. go. Should I? And we talk for a little while longer and I'm slowly walking down to God. And <laughs> I think she'll remember this for a while. And I just kind of went, ow, fuck it. Let's do this. But let's do it proper. She gives me a big hug. Stefan gives me a big hug and I say not a word to anybody. Yeah, they, they didn't, didn't tell me. You didn't like, see me. Stefan didn't say anything to me. Oh my god. So I go into God and I go around the side and I'm like I'd like a I'd like a um a, a traumatic uh, but I want it to be terminal. And he's like how terminal? And I slam both my hands on the table and go fuck my shit up fam. <laughs> to which he goes wait here mate have yourself have yourself some water they need to call the head ref in just to uh to type it up and he sits down and goes right 
You want to die, do you? <laughs> okay. And we type out this thing. And I have it with me here, the original. It's a traumatic wound to a marsh walker. You are subject to the venom effect and you will become terminal. Uh, inside, uh, the um, it says this wound cannot be healed and the patient is terminal. So as soon as everyone opened it, they knew. The description we wrote out over about 20 minutes because he's just like... Would you say it's more of an oozing or is it just like really thin blood? And we're just, you know, as sure. normal as anything. <laughs> and as this is happening, I'm seeing other people in God. Because I feel like at this point, it's far too late. He's put so much of his heart into this disease that I'm about to get. I felt like fucking Typhoid Mary. Just really, <laughs> you know, this is going to be named after me. It's got to be brilliant, you know, so I might as well do it proper. And then they're looking at me in God and I'm there like, ha! How are you yeah. doing? Nothing they know is. exactly what's going on <laughs> because I see one of them just go, no. And I go, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the the uh, the actual infection, the thing, uh, is called Sparrow's Fall. And I just thought, oh, fuck yeah, you got that right. The role-playing effects are you feel full of energy. Possibly a little inebriated. Over time, you'll gradually feel a little warm. This will progress until you feel hot to the touch. Your wounds will begin to throb, progressing to agony. You will feel a sudden tearing sensation inside of you, and your vision disappears. Inside the patient's wound, you'll find smaller tears. This is what people were reading. Several living pieces of a marsh walker have managed to seep into the patient's body. These have spread throughout the patient and have caused the patient to bleed profusely and cannot be staunched. There is rampant signs of infection. The more you cut into the patient, the more damage and pieces of marsh walker you find. You can see their organs failing from the damage before your eyes. Oh, he, he, he fucked you up. He, he really fucked fuck me up. <laughs> And as I say, if you're gonna do it, you gotta do it right. Fucking and hell. by God. It was only at about this point that I realised that I had this. A little piece of jewellery. It's an Abraxas stone. <laughs> when you are healed yeah. with an Abraxas stone being... You also cure yourself of any venom that you currently have within your body. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> and I realised that later on in the story but I realised that later and I went oh shit if I just voided that but no uh, I so basically, why you were so hard to kill Jesus Yeah. the worst bit after that was seeing people inside God who would probably have been like oh I saw him you know doing this that and the other he's probably dead but having to do nothing Yeah. knowing and only you knowing you're proper fucked. Yeah. And having, to, I walked in, I was talking to Halloween immediately after, and he was like, Look, we need to get you to pe people thought you were dead. What the fuck's going on? I'm, like, I'm sorry. I know, I know, I got distracted. This, that, and the other. I was at the hospital. And I had to pretend, and I think that was the hardest thing to do. You lied, Sam. You lied I to lied. your friends. No, 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 no. Technically, I never lied. Out of character, I lied to everyone, right? <laughs> yeah. In character, yeah. I never knew. Yeah. And I think that that was the main distinction. That was something that, that dude, I I'm think joking. I'm joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I know. It's I know. It was. And it also, was all like, RP. dude, you gotta. 
You gotta savor it. You gotta, you yeah. know what I mean. You gotta mm. fucking do it right, bud. You can't just fucking fire off early. Do you know what I mean? You gotta, exactly. you gotta wait. Exactly. And I did wait. My God, did I wait? I I remember my last couple of seconds alive was me frantically fanning my uh, jacket. Not only because I was warm already and I was super sunburnt on my shoulders, but I felt like uh, I joked about it later that I was just trying to flash everyone as many people as I could for the last time. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy it while it lasts, people. You are welcome. Man, I'd kind and, of, uh, from my perspective, I kind of knew that you were you'd been hurt but i just assumed you know you had an injury you got treated for it and that was it right so yeah. it's like and i think a that lot was, of people that, were in that boat yeah that was what pretty much everybody else knew they had assumed oh he'd got hurt but i saw him at the hospital or i treated him on the mm. field and he said he was going to go to the hospital i like to think that there was no deception behind that because really there wasn't um but then immediately after that i went to go in and give thanks to everyone who came to the drumming workshop, everyone who came to Songs and Stories, and I was going to drop immediately after that. But uh, Ian's character, whose name escapes me right now, not you, Ian, a different Ian, I was like, I think you're hiding something, to which I have to go, oh, wait, okay, I've got the decision here. Do I keep milking it, or do I just go? And don't know what you're talking... Slam. That hurt like fuck, by the way. Yeah, you like proper <laughs> face palmed into the ground, by the way. I did, with yeah. With very little that... fall break. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, and then the the rest the rest everybody knows, and I just Boy. remember screaming out, "I can't see you, Navar, but I can fucking well hear you." It was to which they started to sing. Amazing, and, dude. And it was the nicest, honestly. That that's the only issue that I saw with that was I had uh, someone holding my right arm, someone Mm. holding my right hand, someone holding my left hand, someone holding my right arm, someone frantically doing surgery on my stomach. I had Nem's head here going, please, Sparrow, don't... You're just joking, aren't you? You're just joking. Please, get up, Sparrow. You're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. I had Gabby weeping over my chest as well. I had Nuala, because I know it was her, had a hand going up my leg really slowly like granted it was a mistake but i was just like yep that's her i know (laughs) and i just you can't see anything because i'm on the floor and then only then did it hit me sparrow's totally gone now there's no turning back he's over he's finished he's Mm. done and i'm profusely crying i can't stop and i'm looking up at Name and I'm going I'm really sorry like I'm looking up at Gabby and I'm going I'm really sorry um yeah and I did a typical sparrow thing and I look back on it now like that was the stupid thing to do but do you remember I don't suppose you were at songs and stories the night before on the Saturday I was not actually uh Rusty Compass did a performance where they uh they were singing about their ugly daughter (laughs) Uh, and one of the responses was, she looks like a shoe. <laughs> and I don't know why, but <laughs> that just tickled me and Gabby and a few others in such a way that it was like, the, what the fuck? <laughs> what do you say to that? So I look up at Gabby as I'm dying, trying not to fucking blub everywhere, going, you look like a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, shut the fuck up and try to have emotions here. Yeah. <laughs> Sparrow's <laughs> famous last words. Oh. Like, <laughs> no, nah, my famous last words like, were "see you on the other side, sausage." I think it was. Yeah, 
<sighs> Which that's that sounds about right, doesn't it? Let's face it. I I was running around doing all of my bullshit diplomacy stuff and I came back to like people in tatters. Like Ian had been visibly crying, Bungle yeah. looked fucking really upset. It was just like what the fuck happened? And like <sighs> he goes to me, Sparrow died and Mia's Gellet just goes well, he led a really virtuous life and then kind of got on with the rest of my day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy, this guy is like unshaken. It's like, wow. I had, to, hey, I had wars to How fucking... did you put your trousers on that day? Like, I had the big wars. old balls Dude, of yours. I was trying to stop a war. Do you know what I mean? Like, I didn't have time to grieve. Do you know what I mean? Like, Look at this guy. Look at this guy. He's too big. He's too big for grief. It's too big for grief. <laughs> I'll have a drink, oh, I'll have a drink later rude. on Sam's behalf, but uh, Sparrow's behalf. But right Until now, then, I got shit to do. I got <laughs> shit to do. Like, I'm really upset. Hey, I'm sorry. That re- like hand on shoulder to Talus. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. You've clearly been crying, <laughs> but I don't have the time or the energy right now to deal with any of this. Oh. So uh, I got to That's, go. That is very funny. That um, is very funny. I'll give I you that. You That's... carrying you back to your camp, and I was like, "Well, I guess uh, I'm going to be the second of the barges now." <laughs> mate, I was like, as I said before, mate, it's like joint custody, and uh, the, yeah, it's yours now. Yours and uh, one more to go. Yeah, Ian. You, was, you one and Kaylee. Yeah, that's, that's all you need it, to do. Buddy. One more to go. His I've plans got to all coming you together. Seem to be reckless, and you say I can just hide to the back, and all you guys can cool, cool yourselves. Now, and I will now what we assume leadership. <laughs> now, what we don't see right now is Talis watching the big beastie fighting Sparrow, and like choosing to not help uh, Sparrow <laughs> no, in that moment. No, Jack, no, mean, no, like, no, no, none of that. As he disappears back into the woods again, you know. You know to... what I was like. I was always the soul fighter, and I. Yeah. You were talking about that yesterday, uh, earlier in your podcast, actually. Uh, and it was just, you were absolutely right. I was the guy who just went off by himself. I didn't really like the buddy system. Yeah. I still don't really like it. But no, it was just I, because think, of, it shouldn't be blamed as well. Yeah. No, no I'm, and I'm, I'm all about it. Like, the whole point was that it's, it's just a community, right? It's just an exp- mm. a shared experience. It's like, it doesn't, but I, but like, I, think, I don't actually I, even care how efficient it is. Hey, dude, this is LARP. Fuck being yeah. like, hey, you must do this or not do that. Yeah. Like, and honestly, how many times do you remember one of the first skirmishes we ever went on, Ian? Was like yeah. against a Valorn in the woods. And we're terrified and fighting like in a shattered line formation. And then this guy walks in the back of their lines, just killing them, yelling at us, What are you doing? Get into <laughs> like get into them and fight them type thing. And then we're just like, How is this guy like I'm struggling yeah. to survive? One on one with my Valorn, <laughs> and this guy's wandering around their backfield, just slaughtering them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm just like, but, but, dude, like that's awesome. Always be that guy. If you can be that guy or or girl, be that guy or girl, right? Like, uh, fucking I, I own it. Like you really oh. played Sparrow. Like you played the, the the friggin' wheels off him. You know what I mean? Like you always were pushing. Like in battles, you'd be kind of going forward and and fighting these kind of very kind of aggressive fights that aren't maybe even tactically sound or anything like that, but it doesn't matter, right? It's a very Sparrow-type fighting, and it was like, in, in all the things, you, I think you just really embodied the hey, spirit of the character so much. I think I remember going for, like, General of the Black Scar at one point as well. Well, glad you got didn't mix in with those guys. They're a terrible <laughs> um, No, I love Black Scar, but yeah. It was um, good. Sparrow, for me, was like... 
uh, a quintessential Navarre, right? Like, yeah. he could fight on the battlefield. He empowered those Navari around him to do, like, reckless acts of bravery and come out the other side surviving. Like, it wasn't just like he sacrificed. He was always rolling those numbers and do, making the, the right decisions. Um, just just empowering those around him through the his workshops, through the battle work that he did, uh, through the songs that he sung, uh, through the just general, like, positivity he brought to adversity with will 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 stay with me forever and it's like dude like thank you so much basically yeah, like you so uh much, you, you me and i i know that i'm speaking for many people here i just extremely grateful for everything that you've done for for all of us over that time um yeah sparrow will be missed but who says it's over yeah that orc that you yeah. can see in the corner there, he's coming. Oh, I don't yeah. like orcs. Well, you know, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Gellert does like you know no. Gellert does like orcs. I just wanted to ruin the moment. You, um, you might enjoy the fuck out of this orc because my god, have we got plans? I'm really, in, I am genuinely really interested to see what you come up with next because I think the thing is, you were talking about it before, but like, and I think a lot of us do this to a certain extent. You play like a version of yourself with a couple of dials turned up to eleven mm. or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, you have been like, I mean, you have been playing like this kind of this huge character, this huge kind of like uh, eleven version of yourself to a certain extent. Now you get the opportunity to really kick into something else and just really all those thoughts you must have had boiling away in the background of your mind of different character concepts. I'm really interested to see which one you've actually sort of lassoed into your being and are going to throw at us. I'll be honest, there wasn't that many. I was planning on being Sparrow for as long as I possibly could mm. in the same <coughs> excuse me in the same way that Edwin was. Mm. You know, I wanted to be this person who was always there no matter what. What the fuck's going on with my voice, sorry. That's all right. <coughs> damn emotions, get out of there. God damn yeah. it. None of those uh, filthy emotions, Sam. Yeah, get know, on, right? not on our They're podcast. <laughs> Sam, so bury that shit deep down where it can't hurt you anymore. I've only <laughs> I only very very recently made the orcish character on the website mm. up until then it was just the one um and i'm basing this character off of something entirely different almost a polar opposite but not quite mm. and it's i don't know how i'm gonna do it so it might just be it's sparrow in an orc mask it might just be this gruff bastard who will not want to talk to anyone or i don't know this it's is the so, cool thing. Dude, it's so hard. Yeah. I have this with D and D characters. I have it with LARP characters. It's when the 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 the, the rubber meets the road, right? That's the only time yeah. that you really mm. learn these characters. I can kind of come up with a whole bunch of stuff. I like coming up with a few rules of like things that I might react to and kind of put myself as boundaries so I don't go too much Dave in it. Especially playing bad guys, mm. I struggle. Um, mm. but I think like, LARP has something that like like. Uh, tabletop role playing doesn't have which is the reality of like you have to exist as the character right so there is the aspect yeah. of like like your character will laugh at some point like because you will laugh at some point right you will you... you know you are going to have to eat around people you're going to have to socialize around people so you that instantly means that some of the character concepts naturally migrate away from some of the filmic kind of visions that you might have uh, unless you're degrees. trying to do unless you're trying to do character work as in like you're trying to change your voice your posture mm -hmm. and a bunch of other stuff mm -hmm. which it can be beneficial or not um but i think it's like 
really what character is is about decision making it's mm-hmm. a lot about mm-hmm. like what decision would be different that sparrow would make compared to this new character and that's kind of how i i, I that's how i kind of think about when i'm i'm prepping for a character is how i kind of think about it you know to try and because especially when you want to try and play something different it, that, that's hard it's really hard because yeah. you always take you with you right um but like i feel i feel like you're gonna be able to experiment there'll be enough sparrow in an orc mask that would be fine like you're gonna love playing that character again like you that's nothing wrong with that but i think just the sheer physical presence of an orc mask and the different orc culture mm-hmm. i think is gonna we're gonna get a whole different flavor of that character if you do choose to play that so uh, yeah, I'm, yeah i'm very curious i've already said like if i don't if i still am not liking the orc mm. i'll i may re-roll a navari because there is an awful lot there as i say when you when it's gone you miss it more there's going to be an awful lot there that i'll sure. miss but i'll see how it goes you may not have heard the last of any of my songs hopefully it will live on with other people if not it'll live on with myself and other shenanigans because there's still like four or five songs that i never got to perform amazing hmm Oh, dude, it's so exciting. I'm, I'm genuinely like that's the thing. I'm really, I'm really sad to lose Sparrow, but I'm actually really excited for Sam. You know what I mean? I'm excited for Sam. I'm also like that when it was like when I saw you after Time Out and we're just heading back. Like the first thing yeah. that Sam said to me after I died was "You silly sausage," and I said <laughs> immediately when I saw him, "You silly sausage," and he was just like, "Don't you fucking say that to me." And, um, it was, it was good. Um, that was very good. Yeah, yeah. it's like uh, I, I, I immediately I knew that it was a decision that you had made. Like it hasn't, it was a decision that you had to make rather than it was just kind of forced upon you and you wanted to continue to play Sparrow for a decade more and all that stuff. As soon as I, I started speaking to you, I was just like, no, this is this is great. This is this is Sam growth, right? Like mm, um, yeah. Yeah. the next chapter on, on your role playing Empire road is going to happen. It's going to be great. Yeah. That's, uh, I think that would be something I would have to say to other people. Like, if you feel like it's time, don't be afraid to go. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Because even, even if that ain't perfect, <laughs> you can retire. You can go and annoy the God team with yeah. uh, 20 minutes worth of RP. Or, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to rip people's hearts out like I fucking did. It seems you can try yeah, something to well. think about, man. It really is. I need to explore my bubble-blowing addiction first, and then we can get right. into... Bubbles blowing addiction. Get rid of the bow. Oh. Get rid of the so, fancy outfit. Oh you know, yeah, no more, man. no more gambling and bubble. Just you know, <laughs> straight edge character Ian. Some oh, yeah, of just like races. really, yeah, yeah. No, I'd like to think that you're like a, a businessman before, you know, with his nice fine suit, and then <laughs> Sparrow's death will make him fly off the reins, and he'll come in covered in <laughs> muck, and it's just like ripped and torn and really dirty. He's oh, not man. allowed the money anymore. Um, is he not no there's been decisions been made within the striding but, but, and yeah. we're, we're, we're still comfortable him being our political leader but at the same time he's not allowed to have he's our pocket money um, but he's he knows how to get funds do you know what I mean like he's oh no what am I going to do no money oh I'm just going to sell all the herbs and all of our worldly possessions and then that's my gambling money I make all our worldly possessions you son of a bitch that does not sound very prosperous of you that does not sound very prosperous of you or loyal all loyal. Well, yeah, well, look, 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 look,
Talis wouldn't stand a chance under a decent Inquisition thing. If you're looking for witnesses, <laughs> hey, just let hey. me know, okay? I'll be your <laughs> starring <laughs> slam dunk witness. Look. I'll I'll help you prep the case. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like uh, standing tall against the man and being like, listen. I've got a Navari Egregore here and they're very upset. Do you know what I mean? Uh... <laughs> Man. But no, uh, dude. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's going to be so interesting going into E3 and seeing how it all pans out. And like the, the great thing about if, when there's a hole left as well is that there's like, like a, all this kind of st- all this new game and these stuff that can fill it and you've made a lot of that you've you've been a part of all of that stuff that's going to come in to that to, to to sort of bring i mean there's so much like with songs and stories like so many people have come to the fore you've really left yeah. like a massive mark on the game it's it's, um, it's actually impossible to really consider just the, the scope of the ripples you've left in the game well this is this is what i'm also going to be looking forward to for e3 i want to see I know it sounds mighty vain, but mm. I do want to see how people who weren't at E2 react. Yeah. Yeah. How um, songs and stories. I'm going to be at songs and stories, but obviously no one's going to fucking recognize me. Yeah. So I want to see the songs and stories. I want to see E3 without Sparrow, mm. which is weird. Like, yeah. you know, they say that the deaths are like seeing your own funeral and how it's going to be like. Um, so you know, I I better die in a really fucking spectacular way. This one's got a lot to live up to, you know. But I'd also want to see the aftermath of that and see how everyone is going to deal with it. Because you know, if they all start fucking crying again, there's just going to be yeah. some random orc that nobody owes blowing a <laughs> tissue really loudly, just making a right old ruckus like. <laughs> Dude, but I just, I've always I... said, I've always said that as soon as I'm ready, I will come back to Navarre. I will stand in the center of the songs and story circle, and I'll say that Sparrow Okanar, he was a bit of a cunt, wasn't he? And if <laughs> I don't see knives out the wazoo aimed at my neck, yeah, there's something wrong. Well, that's I good. haven't won. You, you're not aware of the uh, the Geller Ashbourne smear campaign that I'm going to be running on you to uh, dispatch yeah. your name. No, I was actually thinking like, oh man, I should totally call dibs and do do Sparrow's death story at uh, some of the stories. But Dude, I don't know whether I have the on that. There's I don't so know whether I have the chops for that. that. Yeah, I feel like that's a that's a that's a heavy that's a heavy responsibility, and I want to step aside for another storyteller for that one. Like, um, even writing. The also, I'd pr- I'd probably get told off from my telling that it probably wouldn't be as uh, heart wrenching as other versions of the story. You know, like you got to oh, have a dear. Well, there's only so many ways you can tell the same story surely but there's so many stories from your past like playing sparrow that you you know you're gonna you're like it's it's impossible to really ah dude i should just i should just or ian if you want to do it like the story of the the skirmish that we ran away from that would go down well i think that would be a decent story i was also thinking if someone could retell the trifer origin story as well that would be fucking (laughs) hilarious because i do have that written down in the book Man, there's let's so many talk. good things. There's so many good yeah, experiences. Let's talk. I mean, like, to if, be honest, yeah. if any other storytellers are up for this, by the way, just just fire on yeah. over to Sam. Yeah, 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 yeah. Any any anybody who wants to do any of my performances or songs or whatever, shout at me, and uh, I will happily happily listen to what you have to say. Even sitting oh, down and writing the letter to Kaylee to, about your death, like like I got like super emotional just writing a letter from one character to another character being like yeah like 
this character that we know. And yeah, it, that, this is the strange thing with Lot, right? Like, so it's, it, it's like this character we know is dead. And it's like, I mean, Sam's fine, right? Sam's totally fine. <laughs> but it was just, it was super emotional sitting down and writing it and like saying yeah. like, how would Talos talk about Sparrow dying under like the time when he was the captain in the situation? It was like, it was a lot to sit down and write. It's just, I, I, I like to so think that you won't try and pin it on Talos. <laughs> because everybody else... Pin it on yourself. Fill your boots. Probably somebody else will pin it on you anyway before yeah. you can pin it on yourself. Sparrow weren't your fault. Yeah. Oh no, I know. I know what. Well, who said Sparrow. it was? Are there rumors going around that Talos was responsible for it? Oh, no, look, look he, at this he, guy uh, ready he, to jump on the bandwagon. What? No, he proper I mean, scar and. <laughs> hey, if there's smoke, there's fire, right? Like he's been telling all these stories about that. What? Someone's been spreading we, rumors about how Talos was responsible for Sparrow's death. We're just Scar and Mufasa. Yeah. the entire fucking thing you know and uh, he long lived the king my ass <laughs> oh, so oh, man. oh sweet merciful oh, christ that would be buffalo they didn't know they didn't know what they were doing <laughs> man oh jesus Damn but it. genuinely mate genuinely it. it has been an absolute pleasure and i i just cannot wait to see what you come out firing from the gates with next time it's oh yeah it's gonna I guarantee be fun. you will hear me yeah actually you know what i will do something very very quickly it will require me taking my headphones off but right. i want to well, shake hey the orc sam sam that's shake future dave's orc. editing problems so fuck yeah. that guy like very well okay so right. <laughs> the orc twat. himself is going Bloody to be quite dude. loud Ooh. Oh, that's amazing. You can hear him coming. Whether or not you heard that, I mean, I can see it on the waves over there. Yeah. You will hear yeah, this orc. That. In yeah. fact, his, his entire head's fallen off. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Oh, dear. Um, He's got a bit It's of, a speedy uh, journey back to Navarre. <laughs> <laughs> Being a jangly character is a, uh, is a decision, and uh, I've realized that I have... I'm reaching critical mass on how much stuff i have around my neck that jingles i think dave um, that means you've only just begun I need nothing to... yeah you, you've got to up your fucking game mate yeah oh man it's, it's he's got to be brilliant you're a, a moving musical instrument yeah people can play uh play you <laughs> oh my god yeah no Dude, no, don't incredible. no no no! Don't take that seriously. That isn't like something no, that you no. should actually plan no, out to no, find no, very no, large no. people to carry oh, you no. and play you like an actual instrument oh, to no, shake no, you no, no. occasionally. No, no, no. That that is going to happen now. I have people on it. <laughs> just put him on a board and just shake him. <laughs> yeah, well, I suppose if, you, if, if there's you... different bits of you, right, that you can like hit or not hit. I mean, obviously not hit, but um. <laughs> You know. Why so violent, Dave? <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Fucking hell. What's all this about? I'm not a musician. I don't know how it works. You hit the notes, right? Um, Amazing. Yeah, I guess so. Man. Oh, dear. Well, um, let's draw things to a close, shall we? Um, yeah. Sam, Sam, is there anything that you want to say before we close out? I was going to ask if you wanted me to play something for the last time as Sparrow. Oh, yes. it'd be an honour, dude. Oh, man. Fair enough. I shall. I didn't expect you to pick up on that, but I will. Because what, you I mean, we're not going to pick up on the last opportunity to Sparrow sing. I mean, of course. As he grabs are, the guitar that was just next to him. Yeah, um, conveniently. Just, uh, just. Conveniently, <laughs> just. 
Oh, I had no idea but I had to play picks up guitar. That's perfect. This isn't a vanity thing, guys, but, you know. <laughs> I felt like the last song I properly sung was The Parting Glass, mm. which I think was probably my best singing performance ever, and I probably won't top it, but also I just really like playing this song, so I it's thought, amazing you know, it'd be a nice way to end it out if you wanted. Oh, it's too late it. now, I've already got the guitar. Oh, sick. Oh, God. Thank you very oh, much to our wait. patrons and for everyone listening. Thank you. You, you terrible shill. <laughs> no, it's not shilling. Like, these people are really nice and helping They're us out. Amazing. Stop. I mean, come on. Like, we got to... This, yeah, this is the kind of content you get for uh, <laughs> for uh, exclusive links to Sparrow's OnlyFans. Please just uh, follow the link in the bottom of the... <laughs> No, I tried. I'm sorry. Yeah, I tried we'll, hard there. We'll attach it to like a, an image that goes nowhere. <laughs> well, for those who got my smut, actually, that's probably worth like twice as Is much. Is that Sparrow smut? There. Oh, dude, yeah. have you seen that? Oh, man. Dude. Mate, hang on. I've got you're, you're in the wrong circles top. completely, Dave. I yeah. am. I don't get enough smut in my life at all. I oh, it's, sold it's some all smuts to um, a couple of people, but uh, basically, it's my chili recipe on one side. <laughs> and yeah. it's an act, it's my it's actual chili recipe. Beautiful looking chili recipe, yeah. But then it's also wow, my wow, right? Very wow. sexy looking wow. body. But if you can get your hands on a, a vintage sparrow, there are crew, plenty in the field. About. You could grate uh, cheese on those fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, god oh. damn. Yeah, the, uh, the Nabar is still selling them. All right, uh, there sing are some so I just copies. Okay, sing so I can just lie back and close my eyes and think about that image for the rest of this episode. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Ironically, the last time I played this was for a funeral. <laughs> Thanks for ruining the fucking mood, Sam. Jesus. I'm dead. Deal with it. <laughs> I love. Oh. I bid farewell to the port and the land As I travel away from Madruga's red sands To search for my long ago forgotten friends To search for the place I hear all sailors end As the souls of the dead fill the space of my mind I'll search without sleeping Till peace I can find I fear not the weather I fear not the sea I remember the fall And do they think of me When my bones in the ocean Forever will be Plot a course through the night To a place I once knew To a place where my hope died Along with my crew so I swallow my grief and face life's final test To find promise of peace and the solace of rest As the souls of the dead fill the space of my ears Their laughter like children, their beckoning cheers My heart longs to join them, sing songs of the sea I remember the fall, and do they think of me when their bones in the ocean forever will be? When at last before my ghostly shipmates I stand, I shed a small tear for my home upon land. 
Though their eyes speaks of depths filled with struggle and strife Their smiles below say I don't owe them my life As the souls of the dead fill the space of my eyes And my boat listed over and tried to capsize I'm this far from drowning, this far from the sea I remember the living do they think of me when my bones in the ocean forever will be? Now that I'm staring down at the darkest abyss I'm not sure what I want but I don't think it's this as my comrades call to stand fast and forge on I make sail for the dawn till the darkness has gone As the souls of the dead live forever in my mind As I live all the years that they left me behind I'll stay on the shore, but still gaze out to sea I remember the fallen, and they think of me For our souls in the ocean, together will be I remember the fallen, and they think of me For our souls in the ocean Together will be. Love you, buddy.